Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Radio. I am an integrative holistic healthcare practitioner with a private practice in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Our chat room is open, so feel free to join in that discussion. We do keep an eye on the chat room, so if you have a question, go ahead and post it. We'll do our best to get your question on air. As an alternative, for those of you who are on the go and you cannot continue to listen online, Call us directly by dialing 347-202-0227, and that way you can listen via phone, or please use your Bluetooth if you are indeed driving about. 
I would like to give a shout out to a woman I just met last week. Her name is Rachel. She lives in London. Rachel is a woman who lives from her heart. She approaches people and circumstances very positively. She articulates well and shares information so others may learn and grow. And I am very honored to have had crossed paths with her. And I just want to say hello to this listener who graciously contacted me from a place of love and kindness. And thank you, Rachel, for the gift of you. She's really a remarkable person. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. You just download the title you prefer free of charge, and you can start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. So go ahead and write that down so you can check it out after the show and make sure you write it in full so that you get that 30-day free trial. It is audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. And you know, the audible.com ad is for audiobooks, books that we do not need to read. However, not everything that we read in life is available in audio. Now, I am fortunate that I am able to read, and I experience reading every day, all day long, as do more than likely the majority of the listeners, from online articles, emails, texts, to road signs, snail mail, menus, whatever. We are constantly reading. But the luxury of eyesight isn't available to everyone. And for those who are not able to see well or at all, life can be challenging in more ways than just the inability to see. And for a child, learning everything one must just to get to adulthood is difficult enough. Couple that with vision impairment, and the journey is made so much more difficult. They experience loss of confidence, feelings of not being accepted by their peers, bullying. So much comes into play. There is, however, a wonderful tool to help those with sight understand better what those who are visually impaired or without sight must endure on a daily basis. And although the book we will be discussing is written for children, I really believe it's a book for everyone who's able to see. This book teaches us how others see differently. It provides a glimpse into the world of a child's own visual limitations or those of others building confidence and acceptance, fostering sensitivity to disabilities, It's also an anti-bullying and teaching tolerance tool. My guest tonight is Jean Barlow. Jean began her studies in elementary education, but soon went into show business. An experienced actress, singer, narrator, and product spokesperson, she was seen as program host on QVC, the Fashion Channel, and on Global Shopping Network. For 10 years, she was managing partner of a music company showcasing the songwriting of Karen Benedetto and did much of the the behind-the-scenes work required to produce and promote it. Jean continues a variety of activities in business, civic, community, and volunteer programs and occasionally appears as an on-camera talent in film, TV, and commercial projects. She is an active member of Lions Clubs International through which she channels her volunteer efforts with Meals on Wheels, Helping Hands Homeless Interfaith Coalition of Rockland, Soup Angels, Rockland Social Club for the Blind, and other organizations or individuals in need. Now, Jean authored the book, I See the World, which is our topic for discussion. When I discovered this book, it really resonated. You know, we here at Energy Awareness Radio believe that raising consciousness is paramount in bringing about peace and spreading kindness in this world. I believe as adults, we need to bring that awareness to our children. That's a job. It starts with us teaching children so they grow up with understanding and can pass it along to future generations. So anything that will stop bullying, foster compassion and empathy, or bring about peace and kindness is well worth discussing. And this book certainly fulfills all of that criteria. And this book brings Jean full circle, teaching young children how others may see differently from themselves, increasing sensitivity to disabilities. She is honored to share this labor of love with the world, and we are honored to have her here. Hello, Jean. Thank you so much for joining us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? I am great today, and thank you so much, T, for having me and sharing. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I, that was just terrific, and thank you for sharing me with your audience. I'm, I'm very excited to be with you. 
Well, I'm excited about this book. You know, it's a children's book, and I've wanted to do some children's books for a while. But I was thinking I was going to be doing children's books that were just children's books. This one is written, I understand, for children. However, as I said, this is for anybody. So to me, this kind of is all-encompassing. You started out formally as an educator, and then you got into show business. So here's a big question. How did you go from show business to being the author of I See the World? What was the catalyst for writing this book? Well, that's a, thank you for asking. Um, I, was market, I was actually marketing the music, as you had mentioned in the intro, of Karen Benedetto, a terrific songwriter here in New York. And uh, she talked to me about her experiences being a very young child wearing glasses and a patch, feeling very different and not necessarily in a good way. And it got me thinking about teaching very young children about others, even though they may see perfectly in this particular instance about seeing, but teaching them that others may be different for one reason or another on the outside, but very much the same on the inside and all of us going through the same trials that we have each every day, each and every day. So it was trying to tell her story. She provided me some lines of uh, some poetry. We uh, got together on that, and the book was born, and I decided to just go for it. And go you did, that, which is great for everyone. Now, when you were teaching, were you teaching children with disabilities, or, or what level you taught elementary school? Was it Actually, I, I began in elementary education and then quickly went off into another area, so I never, I never was a teacher. Oh, okay. Yes, right. yes. I started out in elementary <laughs> education, but never really finished that, never really went on to that side of, of things. But I feel like I've come well, full circle, as you alluded to in your introduction, because now I'm sort absolutely. of doing some, Yeah, now I'm getting myself and it out into the world and teaching children at the same time. So it's kind of a, a really neat way to, to, to be coming around in my life at this point. Yeah, it really is. It's such a it's such an interesting book and unique. And the story, the story is about teaching those with sight how others see and to see the way others do. For me, it provides a perspective that fosters compassion. However, I also saw a real underlying message again to me it, that you're teaching that it doesn't matter what the disabilities others have are. We're all the same. We just do things a bit differently given our circumstances. And teaching kindness and living from a grateful heart. It doesn't matter Absolutely. what the outward appearance is. It's who we are inside. So that message, to me, again, came across very clear. And I'm sure that was your intent, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. In fact, I decided after I had been in the project for a little bit, a little while on it that I wanted to, if, since it was about the vision, I wanted to show and flesh out the full range of how people see, which is why in the most recent iterations of the book, I have Braille throughout. So, because when kids come home and they have seen those raised dots in the elevator or the library or in a public building or in school or wherever those raised dots are, they'll say, Mommy, Daddy, what, what are those for? And this really shows that full range of, of how people see. So, yes, you're absolutely right. It could have been about hearing. It could have been about any number of, of challenges that, that we humans have in our lives. But because I had heard that song from Karen or that, um, that story from Karen, Karen's perspective and her having gone through it wearing glasses and a patch as a little kid, that's what really got me thinking, hey, you know, this is a very simple message of treating each other better, of being in the other person's skin, so to speak, and that's, and that's what I'm still going you know, forward with my commitment on the book. You know, and it's great because, as you said, this book is in print as well as Braille throughout. Which is, I, I think this is rather unique. I'm not sure that I've ever seen another book like that. Do you know if there are any other books that are like that? There are books that are like that. I, they're loosely called twin vision books. I had heard that somewhere along the way in my early, uh, you know, days and weeks of, of putting this project together. And Twin Vision sounds like an excellent way to describe it. Now, one mm -hmm. of the – I am self-publishing the book as well as being the author. I'm, I'm putting it all together, and I'm, I'm the only one in the world who's getting it out into the world. Um, so the fact that, um, that there is – hold on one sec <clears> – <throat> 
I'm so sorry. I've lost my train of thought there, T. Get me back on track. You were self-publishing. You were self-publishing. That's right, self-publishing. And when I made, exactly, and when I made some inquiries as far as getting the book published, what I learned was regular mainstream publishers don't generally do Braille, and Braille publishers don't generally do print. So that was part of my challenge, not only in keeping creative control, but to have it done in the way that I wanted to have it done with both the Braille and the print. Uh, I ran into some companies who uh, would take a book like, say, Harry Potter, for example, a very well-known book, and Braille it. But I did not know... um, I had not come along, you know, with with seeing anything like this myself. I'm sure they're out there. I can't say it's the only one, but it is uh, it is somewhat unique. It is, and and right on the cover it says a twin vision book in print and in braille, and right. that got me thinking. And this is this is probably a stupid question. I've never really thought about this before, but okay, this is in print, and the print that it's in is English, and it is in braille. Is braille? English or is Braille, can Braille be translated in other languages? Is this a stupid question? (laughs) No, not a stupid question at all. And yes, it's translated into other uh, languages. That was one of the challenges I had early on when I was looking for outside the U.S. As I was desperate, I really wanted to create the book and produce it in the United States. But because I was having so much difficulty in the early days, I looked around for uh, overseas publishers. The problem I was having was not with their being able to uh, render the illustrations and the text, but the Braille. I don't know how it's different, but I know it's different. And what I also chose was a level of Braille that's considered grade one Braille, which means that when you run your fingers over the words, over the uh, the dots at the bottom of the text of each page, uh, you're going to see letter for letter and word for word. I don't know yeah. if you ever took shorthand, but, for example, there are brief forms as well yeah. as there is. A, uh, yeah. And so the, the, this is not – because I figured, if okay, if I have a sighted child interested in it, then I'm going to want them to relate to it letter for letter and word for word. That's made the most sense to me. You know, it's funny because uh, – do you know what a peace pole is? Are you familiar with that? A peace pole. Yes, mm-hmm. vaguely. Re- refresh me. Okay, it's a pole. <laughs> yeah, got it's a pole made out of whatever, and on it it says, "May peace prevail on earth." And okay, people right. use them for the center of a labyrinth, or churches put them up. And I have a labyrinth, and the center of my labyrinth is a shahola bell. But I'm working on a peace pole that says, "May peace prevail on earth." And because of the background that I have, because of who I am, I've got right. five. I've got a five-sided pole and five different languages that it's in. Uh, but on the very bottom, I have it in Braille. I don't know why I did that. Everybody Beautiful. asks, why are you putting it in front? I don't know. I think it's cool. <laughs> because Beautiful. What if somebody comes to, yeah. I thought, and at the time I was doing it, I thought, I think Braille is like an international language. I, I don't know right. why I thought that. I never thought it was translatable. I thought Braille is Braille is Braille. And mine is the easy Braille, of course, because I had to figure it all out. You know, so right. MAPs prevail. It's M-A-Y-P-E-A-C-E, et cetera. Right. Just to get it right because I wanted it to be right. So it's interesting that you're telling me this. I didn't realize it was easy Braille, or, you know, and then a different kind of Braille. Right. Well, no, it's the same. It's, it's actually the same kind of Braille, but I think what it is is it's like uh, letter for letter, word for word, as opposed to, uh, say, for example, uh, there being a symbol for the word the. And a oh, symbol okay. for okay. other common words. There are sim- there are definitely those in the in the next level up from okay. Braille, but it's still all the same. It's still letter for letter, word for word in English. Now, speaking mm-hmm. of other languages, I'm going to my next step with this is not to produce the book in Spanish because it's just a matter of uh, economic reality. I can't do it. But I am going to be having page overlays in Spanish for the book. So I'm pretty excited That's about clever. that too. Yeah, yeah it really is. Really yeah, I'll be able to I'll be able to offer those with the book and because so many of our you know, kids are bilingual and uh, mm-hmm. so many more are becoming so every day that it made sense to me to have this available as they learn the English words and they uh they then can, can enjoy it in, in Spanish as well. And of course this is part of the reason you decide to self-publish as well. You know that you are sure that it's done the way that you want it done, and this just ensures you can do it the way you want it without any editorializing. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Because traditionally, now I'm I'm not really certain how the what what the full difference is between publishing for children's books and publishing a novel or uh, or nonfiction, um, as far as the differences in what the publisher will do. But I know that from the beginning, I wanted creative control. It was so important to me to be able to see these characters, help the illustrators come through with what I was looking for, how all of those illustrations um, integrate so beautifully with the text and the text with the illustrations. That was important to me, too, because primarily this is a picture book. And that mm-hmm. a picture book is for the very young age, and this does have T. It has a wide age range of, say, uh, pre-K to nine, which is a wider age range than you would see in a library or in, in traditional publishing. But the reason for that is because it is such a beautiful picture book for the very, very youngest child, then it grows with the child. And he, as he or she begins to read, they can read that simple, large print story that's at the top of the page, and it's in verse. So sometimes it's their first exposure to poetry. And then at the bottom of the page, for the little older child, they can experience the Braille. And there's also a Braille card in the back of the book. So I tell the Braille story, how it was created, and then the Braille alphabet. And it's an interesting thing about Braille tea. And that is that uh, Starbucks has offers a Braille card. McDonald's, really? you can ask McDonald's and any of the major chain restaurants across the country, and you can say, I'd like to have a Braille menu. And if they don't have it right on the spot, they'll be able to get it from the back room because it is available. They do Braille across that. So between that and you and, and, and I going to public places where they have those raised dots, it just makes perfect sense to have it um, to have this book express that that feeling as well. I, you know, you never hear. You hear about people want the calorie count. They want to know how much sugar and protein. The people want to know how much fat is in something. You never hear, <laughs> or, or you see the American and uh, the, the rather the English and the Spanish. You never hear it's possible. And you never hear this. I, I'm amazed. I think that's wonderful. Right. Well, I, when I first learned this, I drove through my local McDonald's. I didn't make a call ahead or anything. I just I heard that this was the case. I had already gotten the the Starbucks card, um, and I just drove through the McDonald's and I said I'd like to see your Braille menu. Well, there was nobody in the car with me, and and so. Um, mm. She, the uh, young young man actually, said, okay, hold on a second, pulled it out from underneath, and I said, thank you so much. Do you mind if I take it with me? Uh, and he said, oh, no, not at all. So I bought my coffee and thanked him, and off I went. And it's it's beautifully done. There's not one English word. I mean, there's not one uh, textual word on the um, on the menu, except it just says McDonald's breakfast menu on one side and lunch menu on the other. It's pretty cool. That's very interesting. It's it's very cool. It's very cool that because you don't nobody ever hears about this. You know, you hear people complaining about everything else, but nobody's complaining or saying, "Gee, wouldn't it be nice if you did something for people who are visually impaired?" Because there right. are a lot, especially when people get older. And it it is a picture book. It but it's all encompassing. You have and, and to me, it's ages you know zero to nine hundred because I think everybody can benefit from this story. You know, I love that. It, it's short. so much. Yeah, I, I mean, you read it in, you know, in, well, like four minutes, you know, as an adult, you just kind of flip through and read it. But you get the gist of it, and you know that there's a message here, and you can teach the children. Plus, with your overlays, these kids are going to be learning how to read. They're going to be learning about poetry. They're going to be learning Spanish. They're going to learn that other people can do Braille, and maybe they'll learn how to do that, too, even though they don't need it, you know. Right. And that is a talent. That is something that, you know, it's almost like learning a sign language. I know that, uh, you know, you wouldn't use it for anything except, I mean, let's face it, sometimes you're walking in a place and your contacts go haywire. It would be nice to be able to feel the elevator and know what floor you're going on. I have no clue, <laughs> you know. Right, so right, right. I, I think that that's really important. And, and it's an interesting uh, concept with this book, T, that is that the primary audience is the sighted child. 
That's what's so yeah. interesting about it. The primary audience is that sighted child to teach them how others see differently. And secondarily, it's those who read Braille. And it's also those who have mixed siblings. For example, uh, the, the sibling who can see reads the story at the top of the page, and the one um, who is reading Braille reads along at the bottom. Oh, this is the most – I have to tell you something. I just thought of something. There is a wonderful radio personality here named Steve Purcell in our uh, market uh, in Rockland County. And I um, contacted him, but I got his daughter who works there at the station. He's blind, and he, uh, she bought a copy of the book, and this was the most touching. She said he could finally read to his grandchildren. So oh as they goodness. followed along in the book, he was reading the Braille to them. That was, oh, my gosh. Talk about That's pretty beautiful. cool. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? That it's, is, it's wonderful. Yeah, that it's wonderful. Is the beauty of this. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've been talking is. about what the book looks like, and I was wondering if I could just <clears throat> say a word to dear, dear listener directly. If they're hearing this program on a device that lets them pop over to my website, they could turn the pages and see the book. Oh, cool. So yeah. maybe. Uh, yeah, so that's www.icetheworld-childrensbook.com. If you don't mind me just putting yep. that out like that. No. Yeah, no, children's, absolutely. Yeah, no apostrophe there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that way they can kind of see what we're talking about. I do lots of readings. I do readings in libraries and schools, either in an intimate classroom setting or in an assembly format. Um, teachers and librarians, T, have been telling me that they have nothing like this on their shelves. They do a little bit with sign language, but they don't do much about vision, and they can really mm-hmm. see the value of, of this for diversity programs, for anti-bullying, that sort of thing that really makes someone more aware of of somebody outside of their own immediate space. Yeah, I absolutely see that throughout the whole book, you know. And the illustrations, let's just uh, give credit where it's due, by Laura, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Laura Lichtblau and Mark Bray. Yes, Laura and Mark. Mark started them, but we uh, sadly we lost Mark, and uh, oh. he was one wonderful human being. Uh, he began the book when I first began the concept, and um, I he was such a close friend and so uh, so much a part of this. I just didn't have the heart to continue it. And then when it became close to the birth uh, to the um, birth of, of Louis Braille, the anniversary of the birth of Louis Braille, that's when I decided that if I was going to do a book about vision, I wanted to put it all together. So that's when I brought it back out again, looked around for someone who could complement those initial drawings, and worked with Laura, who did a fantastic job, um, to bring it all together, to complete the characters, to complete the backgrounds, and uh, to integrate those with the text as beautifully as she did. Wow. Yeah, the, uh, you know, how long did this take you to, you said when you first conceptualized the book, how long did it take to go from conception to actual implementation? Oh, a long way, a long while. Uh, <laughs> I would say over 10 years. And wow, it's, it, really? you, okay. I know it's it's surprising with with just such a simple and sh- and relatively short book, but I wanted to get it right, and that's another reason why I'm doing it myself because I I wanted it to to have that the same purity that I remembered that I recalled and and aimed for from the very beginning. And that makes sense. You know, you do want it to be done right and not uh, just put something out there for the sake of putting it out there and getting it done. That's not what a good project is all about. It's about doing it right and getting it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, we met we met through uh, an introduction from Wayne, New Jersey Lions Club. They have a special yeah. they have a special project going on. And I'm grateful to them for introducing us T. It's they're a remarkable group of people there. I'm a lion myself, by the way. I don't know if I had shared that with you. No, you didn't. But, okay. Yeah, but our uh, your listeners may be interested to know that Lions Clubs International is the largest uh, service organization in the world with over a million people and represented in 210 countries. And one of their major causes uh, of concern and support is that of vision. 
They do a lot of other things, too, natural disaster, uh, diabetes awareness. But one of the things that Wayne Lions Club is doing is their C program, and C stands for screening eyes early. So what they do is they go into um, early they, I think they're mostly kindergarten and early elementary school rather than daycare or pre-care, pre-K. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure what, what year, what age it starts at. And they go in and for, at no cost, they screen the eyes and those, those uh, screenings are read by um, an eye physician, an eye specialist. And then if there is anything of concern, those reports are made available to the, the parents and they can catch diseases of the eye early so that they can be treated. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's a, that's a project of all Lions Clubs. But what Wayne Lions decided to do was give a copy of my book to the schools where they are doing these screenings and to some of the children. And they're giving, they actually have something on their website and that I believe their Wayne Township Lions Club, I'm not sure what the exact address is, but that's where somebody would find them. And that is uh, an opportunity to um, purchase a, a copy of the book to give to the schools and um, that money goes to helping some of the service programs that they have in other areas as well. That's very interesting. So it's a great group, and I just wanted to tell you about that. Pardon me? Yeah. I know that for years, Lions Club always collected eyeglasses, and so I still still do. Yeah. And interestingly enough, it's – I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, I, I just mailed a few pair off to the Wayne's Lion Club because I had some, you know, laying around. And I was like, you know what, these don't work anymore or whatever the reason is out of style. I'll send them to them. I don't know how they recycle them or what they do, but I know that they do it. So that's still a good cause to do that because people oh, it's, just throw out glasses. Well, not only that, yes. Not only do they avidly collect uh, eyeglasses and they go to a very good cause. They go through, I think the company is in New Jersey. I don't know the name of it. Um, for the reprocessing of the eyeglasses. I don't know exactly what that process involves, but they do that. Um, and they also collect um, oh, hearing, aid, hearing aids. They also collect cell phones. And the cell phones go out for, yeah, for domestic, uh, d- domestic oh, yeah. abuse. Sometimes if somebody yep. needs a phone and they need help right away, these phones are you know, refurbished for that purpose. I did not know about the hearing aids. That's interesting to know, too, mm-hmm. because I work on uh, some of my patients have uh, hearing disabilities, and people always say, well, how can they hear the, the sound that you are, you know, because I'm a sound therapist, and they're like, how can you hear the sound therapist? They don't need to hear it. It's the vibration. So they exactly. tell me, you know, my hearing aid's not working. And if they tell me that again, I will say to them, if it's not working, you know, sometimes they can trade it in, I think, and other times they just say they don't want them. I'll tell them to start sending it to the Lions Club. That's a great yeah, just put it in the eye box. Yeah, put yeah, put it in the eyeglass boxes that they have in, in most post offices. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. Most post offices actually have an eyeglass box. Box. Yeah, they usually have it on the you know the area where they've got a <clears throat> excuse me a little counter for you to write your your labels yeah. out or write whatever. It's usually right there. I'm not saying it's in everyone. It happens right. to be in everyone around where I live. It happens to be in Manhattan where I used to live, so I know they're quite readily available. Hmm. Oh, cool. No, I've just been mailing mine. <laughs> okay, well, you could do that, sure. You can do that, too. Sure, yeah, nobody said anything. You know, when I, there was blatantly Wayne Lions Club, they probably would have said, you know, you can probably just put this over there if they're glasses because, you know, but nobody said right. anything. So I don't know. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, look around. Next time, you know, now that our consciousness is raised about all kinds of things, once we That's see right. it, we'll say, how come I never saw that before? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what this is all about. You know, right. um, I'm going to do a little... We're going to do a mid-roll ad right now, and then I'm going to play the song that is the poem, the lyrics, the, and the sheet music that inspired you to write this book. Wonderful. Is that okay with you? That's great. All right, great. Okay, well, Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from, many of which have been discussed on this show, including The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, The Courage to Be Free by Guy Finley, A Message of Hope from the Angels by Lorna Byrne, and, of course, Dr. Bernie Siegel, who has been here numerous times. 
All you have to do is search for his name, and you'll see a number of his books on audible.com. So just search it out, and the, you, know, you can get these books for free. You can listen to audiobooks on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. It's great for your commute while you're cooking, while you're working out, all those times that you can listen but you can't read. So audible.com offers titles, bestsellers, romances, thrillers, much, much more. Every book is read by a professional narrator, including leading Hollywood actors such as Jake Gyllenhaal, Kate Winslet, uh, Claire Danes. And if you sign up at our URL, which is audibletrial.com slash energy awareness, you will get one free audio book along with a one-month trial of the service. So audibletrial.com slash energy awareness. And now we're going to play the song, I See the World, a portion of the song, I See the World, so that you can get an idea of what this is all about. And this is the, the, poet, the poem that was written by Karen Benedetto and inspired Jean Barlow to write the book. You can get into the music of it, and then you know the story. It's right, exactly. And, and that, by the way, is Karen Benedetto singing it. Ah, okay. Well, thank you for that. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's good. Well, yeah. Thank so you for playing it. Yeah, it always, oh. it always makes me smile. Yes, it absolutely does. You know, now your book is, you know, as we said, the illustrations are colorful and bright and the illustrators, uh, you know, Laura Lixblow and, and Mark Bray. And it's a very complete package. And, you know, it comes with the CD, the sheet music, the lyrics. So it is all inclusive. I think that's a great deal. And, you know, the holiday season is approaching quickly. So this book is a great gift idea. The message is uplifting. And I would think anyone with a family member who has a visual impairment or has a, or is blind would love this book because, as you said, that gentleman is now able to read his grandchildren. How beautiful is that? Exactly. And keeping in mind that it's for every kid who sees perfectly as well. Anybody like parents, grandparents, um, nieces, nephews uh, are perfect, uh, you know, nieces, nephews, yeah, are perfect to to purchase the book for. Um, It's unusual. It's always well received. By the way, do we have time for me to uh, read you a couple of um, testimonials that I've received about it? Absolutely. Go right ahead. Yes, yes. Oh, wonderful. This is from Melissa Duff. In Dingman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. She said, I bought your book for my daughter, Olivia. I want to thank you again for such a fantastic book. She had uh, she has had either me or my husband read it to her every day. She really enjoys it. It's very important to my husband and me to raise her in a life of accepting others who are different and loving fellow human beings. Your book exemplifies exemplifies that message so beautifully. Thank you. Isn't that nice? I love that. Yes, I read that in your uh, in, in the information I received, and I loved it because it, really it's wonderful to hear that to know that people do care. And this is what I mean by the parents need to teach the children. <laughs> 
Exactly, exactly. I know. And I have friends, uh, Frank and Maggie, who are listening to the, the show right now. And Maggie, previously, when she purchased a copy, um, she had said, they're from San Antonio, Texas, she said, by awakening one to understanding and compassion for the experiences of the visually impaired, this lovely book causes one to choose a softer, kinder lens for seeing his or her fellow travelers in this world. I love that. That was written beautifully. That is a very beautiful yeah. testimonial. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I it's you know, and as I was trying to do some research recently, as I'm, I'm going to actually put a um, section on my website called Lessons, and I'm opening up to students who are in early childhood, childhood education. And I'm, getting, I'm going to start a little contest and have them send me their ideas for lessons and put their, the winning ideas up on my site so that teachers can look at it as well. And um, those those students can get an opportunity to look at diversity and uh, see see what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do with this book at the same time. That's a great idea. That, that will go really, really well. Yeah, that's a great idea. Kudos to you. The for percentage up with of that parents, like you know, yeah, and the percentage of parents uh, who read to their young children in minority households hasn't increased over the last few years. So there's a huge mm-hmm. need to read to those who don't have that at home. So that's another mm-hmm. that's another thing that we want to think about. So people have purchased the book at the oh gosh I've had I've been to fairs and festivals and boutiques and craft shows and uh, fundraisers of all kinds. I rent space for a table and I stand there for six or eight or ten hours and people come by and I tell them about my book and when they get what it is, which most do fairly quickly, it is so gratifying to know and they say my grandchild would love this or you know my child is autistic and I know that this is something he's going to love and come back to me at another event and say he loved the colors he loved the illustrations he loved feeling the dots and then he listened to the music so he has so many of the senses represented so it's those kinds of things pardon me T that's what I mean by it's so inclusive you've got everything here you've got sheet music you've got lyrics you've got a CD you've got a book you've got color um, illustration that's just beautiful bright colors you've got a great message you've got poetry it's written in the printed English language and it's braille and with the overlays I mean this is just like its own little lesson book to learn a whole lot of stuff in one fell swoop it's not that long a book and it can be read as a good night story you know, night after night after night with, with the kids learning the Braille, even though they don't need it, but really getting that perspective that this is what people do who can't see. It, it really fosters compassion. Well, you know, as I see people in the malls, you know, even in our own neighborhoods who, who don't reach out to even look at each other sometimes, much less engage mm-hmm. each other and try to know what makes that person who or she actually is, that's what this simple message does I hope and will continue to do. So I'm I'm just so delighted to be able to share it with your listeners and um, it, to share it, it with you. It Thank a, you for your enthusiasm. Oh, it is a, it is a simple message, but it's a very impactful message because of all that is offered there. And I will say this too, as far as the book itself, and this doesn't happen often. There was one publishing company that I've had on air with me who makes beautiful books that the quality is really high and they are just beautiful to look at. This book is of that quality. The paper is amazing. It is not a typical paperback book at all. It is the highest quality. And you can imagine because people have to put their hands over it. It can't be that, that newspaper type or math paper that they put in books that you're reading, you know, uh, those, right. those fiction books. It's not that. This is a very high quality book. And I, I can't stress enough the importance of it, even in families where everybody has full sight and you don't even know anyone, because in your life, you will run across people who have visual impairments. You will run across people who are partially blind, legally blind, fully blind. And this helps with that. So or just different, really just different in some yeah. way from you. Definitely. Yeah. And so Definitely. This is, this is, the message is key. The message is very impactful for every type of different 
thing that's going on out there, you know, because everybody, right. first of all, we're all different, but when you have a disability of some sort, it just plays into it a little bit more. And as I understand it, your book is available in libraries and schools and churches and gift shops and toy stores and eye care offices, correct? Yes. Yes. I'm trying to get them. And I keep filling in my, um, my book about where is. I mean, my uh, document about where is to pe- for people to know where they could see it, where my efforts have and my efforts and the people and the efforts of the people who have purchased the book, because sometimes somebody won't need it in their home, won't have anybody in that uh, zero to nine age range. I say zero because uh, once you start showing picture books, this is an ideal thing for that. And also, did you know, I guess you do, um, I've just experienced it recently where uh, baby showers are now asking you to bring your favorite book so that it can build a library from the very beginning. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for reminding me because I have, like, only three or four favorite books that I get. When, whenever I'm invited to somebody's baby shower. So oh, my parents right. having a baby. Okay, I've got to get these three books. Now I have a fourth. I did not think oh, I Oh, thanks so much. That. That's a great idea. Great, great, great idea. I love that. And, yeah. I and here's, here's the baby was born. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. I would, I would wait until after the baby's born because I wouldn't want somebody to think, well, why do you think I need this? Because they might not get it. Until yeah, and you know, getting it yeah. is really, it's a really interesting thing. Once you get past that, oh, it's in Braille. Oh, I see what you're trying to say, and that's so gratifying. And when little kids come up to these live events that I do, and they run their fingers across the book, a, a child who was, was uh, whose energy was all over the place a minute before, their parents take them through it, and they just love it right along and see it and read it and feel it. And it's it's just so gratifying. You, you reminded really me of another... Go it ahead. really should be in every first grade classroom. It really should. It should well, be thank you. I appreciate that. I think so, too. Yeah. The reason I keep <laughs> asking you to speak, I'm sorry, the reason I ask you to speak is somehow you fade away, and I'm never sure if I'm cutting you off or not, so I apologize if I am. Oh, no, that's quite all right. I think it, it, it's uh, the line that we're on. It's a little difficult, I think, um, but that's okay. I think so, too. Uh, but, Yeah. Um, you have another testimonial, is that what you were going to say? I did. I was going to say that. Yeah, Marion in uh, in Muncie, New York, she said, I decided to give the book to my granddaughter, Emily, since she has a blind girl in her class. According to her mother, Emily is fascinated with her classmate and tries to help her all the time. She is really enjoying I See the World. Thanks. That's I really love that. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can hear it in your voice. You're just passionate about this, and you should be. That's how you get things done, when you're passionate about it and you do such quality work, which is so – the evidence is there. It's so apparent that you do this, and you're doing it yourself. So, listeners, you know, go to the website and check it out. It's hyphen. C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N-S-Book.com. So I see the world hyphen childrensbook.com. Check it out. Go to it. This is a great Christmas gift. This is a great Hanukkah gift. This is a great, you know, any kind of whatever's going on gift. I don't care what it is, birthday, anniversary. Uh, as, as you said, a shower gift. It really is. I can think of somebody right now. I'm definitely going to be ordering another copy. Uh, so, oh, you know, thanks. I just... I love giving books. I think it's important that children read. And everything now is downloadable, and I don't do Kindle. I, I refuse. You know, if you're oh, I don't either. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Right. You know, I don't text. I don't have a magic phone. I, you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> I'm out yeah. of the loop, and I don't care. <laughs> you know, here's something else, T, I wanted to share. I've discovered that um, teenagers – I was thinking of this recently when I was at a show, and some teens came by and were fascinated with it. Now, these are kids that were 15, 16. There were three of them, and they stood and they reverently were reading through the pages of this book. And it dawned on me that teenagers can read to younger kids. It will increase both their own reading uh, and comprehension and that of the younger sibling or neighbor or family family whom they know does not read to the kids. So that's another thing too. Not just, you know, not just your own kids, but that's a way to reach out into the neighborhood as well. 
Absolutely. And I, I do want to, I want to make sure I save a little bit of time. I want to switch gears a little bit because I saw something else that you do, and I think it probably goes along with this. I'm quite sure it does. Would you tell us a little bit about your jewelry line, Hand-Eye Coordinates, which was inspired by this book, I See the World? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yes, I do. Um, I do a hand eye, what I called hand eye coordinates, and it basically is the um, evil eye beads and the Hamsa mm-hmm. charms. And those, as you know, through many cultures, are um, things that give good fortune, good energy, um, healing properties. And I had those because it's kind of an eye catcher for those who pass by my table. And it's also mm-hmm. a way, when they realize it, that they can give a gift, say, for example, if they buy the book for their um, for a friend's family. Family, their neighbors' family, their sisters' children, then they buy. They can buy a, a bracelet for the mother, and there is ah. that kind of personality to it. That is, I knew there was something too because I love both of those. I love the Hamsa. I have Hamsa jewelry. I love the Evil Eye. I have an Evil Eye bracelet. And I thought, exactly. oh, this is very clever. This is so clever. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. In fact, I was just going in the other room because I can't. Oh, I can't ever remember the exact description that I have on my little card. I'm buying some time right here with you trying to find this little card. <laughs> I have a little uh, I have little gauze bags that I put them in, but um, just card. to remind Pardon? I have the card that says each one of a kind hand designed and hand fashioned piece includes the good fortune Hamsa hands and evil eye beads. Is that the card? Yeah, that's the, that's the one. Yeah. Each piece yep. says right right right. The uh, Hamsa yep. and the evil eye beads both of which have a long history through all cultures and religions as symbols of good fortune protection, affirmation of peace, and healing. Exactly. I love you. You get it. (laughs) Well, yeah, I hope so. I'm hosting the show. I better get it. I'll get fired. (laughs) Better get it. No, I think it's wonderful. And, you know, we're almost out of time. So before we go, I really would love it if you would tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your work and where they may purchase your book, I See the World. Give your website again. That must have information on the events that you're doing, I would presume. Yes, yes, that needs to be updated, so I can't uh, necessarily do that. But you can, uh, they can email me at Jean, J-E-A-N, dot I see the world, that's I-S-E-E, the world, at Verizon.net, so they can just contact me directly if they'd like. Say they heard us talking on your show, and we'll, we can go from there. But my website, which has a whole lot of information, is world. that's S-E-E, the world-childrensbook.com. I know it's a hyphen, but it's easier for me to say dash. (laughs) Yeah, me too, but I thought, you know, I've had people actually spell out dash or hyphen. I'm like, look, this is a simple people. Oh, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) And and it always kills me that there's there's no apostrophe before the S, but that's the way the Internet was made, and you just don't use that symbol. It's absolutely correct. I no know. So listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, purposefully. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so that they can learn and grow and make a world better place for all as well. Again, Jean, thank you so much for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. I can't even tell you. It was wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. It was really my pleasure. A joy to meet you, a joy to be with you and to be with your listeners. Thank you so much. I look forward to uh, being able to meet you as as you get in touch with me. And um, may you always see the world with love. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T-Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. So go ahead and get out your calendar and make note of it now so you remember to tune in next week. For more information about me, 
please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, the upcoming list of shows, and information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting, including an upcoming lakeside evening crystal singing bowl concert and candlelit labyrinth walk, which is for the scholarship fund for the Sussex County, uh, Sussex County Chamber of Commerce, of which I'm on the board of trustees, and I'm doing this concert so that we can raise a lot of money for the scholarship fund. So if you're in the tri-state area and you want to attend, you know, call the chamber, 973-579-1811, or email me. You'll have that address, and you can get that information. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. And for those of you celebrating Rosh Hashanah on Sunday, Happy Rosh Hashanah. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.